0: Gig Gab episode 387 for Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. Welcome to Gig Gab, the show by, for, and about working musicians. I know that we said we might not be here this week, but surprise, we're here and here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. Here in
1: Napomo, California, it's Paul Kent. How are we
0: today, Mr. Kent?
1: We're doing quite well, Dave. for For us doing a double this week, I think I think we're doing pretty well.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah, we're recording this not too long after we recorded three eighty six, but we're going to wait a little bit to put it out to uh, space things because of the travel we mentioned, uh, which is something we mentioned last week. The other thing that we mentioned last week was Paul. You surprised me and asked me what the history of bitter pill was, and as I was sort of fumbling. In, into answering this question that I did not prepare. I mean, I, I lived through uh, parts of it, so I was able to share that, but I was not, I did not know you were going to ask me that question. I don't even know if you knew you were going to ask me that question, but as I was fumbling into the, <laughs> the discussion, I said, well, it would really be good to, uh, to have Billy on the show sometime to, to share a lot of things, including b- b- perhaps answering that question. And so without further ado, I'd love to introduce you all to Billy Butler, from Bitter Pill and everything else that uh, that Billy's ever done. Billy, thanks for joining us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: what what that's an introduction. the least you've
2: ever said. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to think of something clever, and I was like, you yep. know what's clever? Nothing.
1: Nothing. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much us week after week after week.
2: Oh, I know. I listen every week. Yeah, I know you are. You are one of our, one of the most loyal listeners that I know in yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. Well, I dig it, and and uh, I know you, and and I got to keep you in check.
0: So. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I get texts from Billy all the time. He's like, you know, you got this wrong.
1: Like, <laughs> it's yeah, true. I'm, That's no, funny. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, you're a you're a rock and roll cellist.
2: Um. No, I mean, yeah, sort of.
1: Um. I've I've seen the videos. I would say bo- all of that is accurate. I would say that.
2: Yeah, I
0: would say that's accurate. That's. Yeah. The, I'm <laughs> no definitely that. never gonna forget that Paul. You said that, and I'm gonna say it all the time now. No, no, I I never even thought of that. Sure, yeah,
1: I like well, that. Term. I mean, he's got attitude. He's yeah. got grit. He's he's digging in on every. On, what would we say? Every stroke. Every 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 pluck. Yeah, every, every pluck. pluck. I mean, yeah. I play I play yeah. bass.
2: I play bass too, and I generally don't use a pick unless. You know, it's a rock song, and then I'll dig in with a yep. pick. But uh, it's I play it like a bass. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 fill the role of the bass player. Yes.
0: In it 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 it, it musically right. instrumentally, you fill the role of the bass player in bitter pill. And and I'm always well, it's tricky, pleased, but surprised at how quickly we locked in on that. Mm-hmm. In that, it's not you never really played bass with a drummer before. No, we had pl- you had played. P- so Billy's a piano player, yeah. right? That was your first instrument. Yeah. Is well, that right? piano
2: and guitar, but piano is is my first instrument. Okay, right? yeah. and I
0: mean you've been playing
2: oh, piano. Since I was, I could stand up. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and like you read music on piano
2: mm-hmm. and all of that. Like yep. you, yeah. So I'm not a great reader. Okay, uh, like like Danny Elfman says, he's like I can read as fast as I write. Okay, that's fine. You know, sure. I'm not a sit down. Sight read. Yeah, unless I know the song, kind of, then I can comp a little bit. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, I know a melody well enough where it fits in the chord where I can... Oh, right. Because I have a little dyslexia. I have a lot of dyslexia, but it affects me musically trying to read.
0: Oh, that? Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see that. So I can get a piece of music and I have to sit down and, and you know look at it and read it, play it and then bam it's there
0: yeah if i it, i find when i'm reading music like drum charts or the, the that's the only thing i can actually sight read right. um but when i'm reading i can sight read something except for the parts that i've never seen before and i don't mean mm-hmm. that i haven't seen that piece of music it could be a piece of music i've never even heard before but everything is a pattern o- almost everything 98% yeah. of it are pictures that I've seen before yeah. on, a, on a, on a, musical page. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I know what that picture, right. I know how to make my hands and feet do that picture. And then a picture will come up that I've never seen before. And that's where I have to be like, oh, what is this? And right. so when I get a score, if I've got a sight read it, or even if I don't, I flip through very quickly, like page. you know, the, you would sure. think I was just like yep. leafing through it, but I'm looking for those things that stand out the to me familiar like familiar things and then it's like what's things. that yeah, yeah. and and i'm so. the same
2: way as an actor reading reading lines interesting um i have to read it at least once because of my dyslexia things go backwards yeah, and yeah. i mispronounce words and i miss words i miss periods and commas but if i can read through it once or twice you know your brain remembers things in pictures yes so i see the the, the picture in my head of the page um and then i don't know something in my brain i think it's just from years of doing it and in yeah. training uh it's the same with music yes you know once it's there it's there it's there. that's it yeah 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 wait
1: wait wait, wait. can we just pause there because it might be a little nugget of information cuz we struggle you know dave you shared something about mm-hmm. about some uh you know method for memorizing lyrics a while ago and you know i i am only aware that once i my once my brain knows that it's in the pad It'll, it will never commit it to memory. I oh, don't know right. what that is. But, oh,
0: once the crutch but, is there. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my son-in-law, who, who works at TED, tells me the story about the TED Talk about the world champion memory guy. And so this guy was a reporter who covered a, a galactic memory competition and in a year decided he wanted to compete in it. So he went from not knowing anything about this hmm. to, wow. to being a, right? And- and he, then he gave a Ted talk about it huh. and, um, and you have to the, read from
0: notes. Sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs>
1: well, this is the story actually. So the story is he's giving a, a Ted talk and he's looking at his hand and, um, and everyone's like, what the hell? The memory guy's reading from his hand, <laughs> but then there's a camera angle where you look and see there's nothing on his hand. Oh, he and, was- he, and then he goes on to explain it, that he mm-hmm. says, once you create a picture in your mind you know, of whatever that is. And he, I guess he was like, this is my hand in my childhood bedroom. And, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and then he started free associating all this stuff. And this is how he's, you know, remembering 72 decks of cards order, that type of thing. And it's just, it's totally fascinating. So anyway, tell me, tell me what it is you just told people that they can do in order to memorize lyrics. Uh,
2: Exactly. You know what, you know what, as, as a performer, uh, not just music, but as an actor as well, um, it, repetition is the key. Repetition mm. is the key. Repetition is the key. And along with that is doing something physical along with it, right? So when you, when you learn a song on the guitar, you don't have to remember where your fingers go, right? You know where the, yep. the chord is because you've yep. done it so many times, but it's also a physical uh, muscle memory there. And learning lyrics is the same thing, you know. I I learn lyrics like my daughter, <laughs> who sings the lead uh, in, in Bitter Pill, and she's a writer and, and a musician as well. She couldn't memorize lyrics, and she still struggles a little bit with it. Yeah, and and it's I think that's kind of an anxiety thing about what she but, had to run off stage the other night in the middle of Tom Waits because
0: Mike Mike made the decision. He's like, we're playing Get Behind the Mule. And Emily's oh, like, no,
2: I don't have the lyrics. She has never memorized the lyrics to that.
0: But she knows. But she knows it. She knows she them. Does. If she didn't have them, she would. they would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But she believes she needs them. And, right. I, and I don't mean to call her out like we. Oh, no. I'll I'm call the same out, way. i her
2: father. I'll call her out. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but I, but I don't really... mean to sit here on my high, high and mighty chair like sure. I'm the same way. Right. If I know that I have it. I, I
2: I Well like learning lines, right? I do I've done one man shows that are two hours long that I had to learn all that's just yeah. me up there for two hours, I, I've, and people. I've been like, in those, I've been on on stage with great. you. Like, yeah, absolutely. With like rectones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. swore.
0: There it is. I get to click. Turn I knew it. we were going to click the <laughs> box tonight, and Billy's like, "Oh no, 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 no! no. It's going to be totally fine." I'm like, "It's <laughs> fine. We can I'm check usually the box. pretty
2: good at it. I've been on like regular radio, and there, yeah, you have to be really
0: yeah. But now you relaxed. Like now we're now in I'm it. relaxed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But when I learn those lines, I'm doing something physical. I'm moving. Uh, uh, whether that's blocking that I'm given by the director or something I'm doing at home, sure. But it uh, attaching something physical to it uh, makes a big difference. And if you're trying to learn lyrics, you know, uh, uh, talking them, uh, understanding the what the lyrics are and where the story is going, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's harder sometimes when the the lyrics are non sequitur. But like when, com,
1: come come together by the Beatles. Uh,
2: a perfect example i cannot i like it doesn't matter which way you sing those lyrics because there's no story being told there it's like little couplets of stories
0: timothy leary's campaign song <sighs> that's what that was
2: yeah that, that song was yes oh no that's kidding. why
0: john lennon wrote it i mean it's a terrible campaign song it's a
1: great song it's a great yeah it's a great timothy leary song it yeah. is, yeah, and then it's he wound up
0: going f- to jail or whatever.
2: He couldn't, uh, he couldn't run anyway. It's one of my favorite Beatles tunes. Uh, he, but yeah, there are um, uh, Tom Waits' uh, our song "Tom Waits for None." Yeah, there's a story being told there, but each section of the, sto- the the lyrics can be totally doesn't matter where you sing it, so it makes it a little more difficult. And I've gone up on those lyrics. I don't know how many times. Yeah, for real.
0: And you, you flip. You've lost a verse here I and there. And yeah, I lost a verse and flipped a
2: verse. Yeah, and you wrote them. I t- yeah. There's no <laughs> excuse, man.
0: I will say, like, there, but there is that. You yeah. y- y- having the crutch. I, I'll never. I don't know why this memory is the one that comes to mind, but Paul, you were there. We played at Slim's with the MacWorld All Star Band one year, and I had put Route 66 on the set list, and we were playing it like the Stones, and we were in. And you know, we did the first verse, first chorus. And the way the Mac World All Star Band worked was, if you suggested the song, <laughs> you were the one singing it, uh, unless you could convince somebody else. Sure. But you know, it was yeah. on you to find a singer, and it was mostly it was you. And, uh, and so you know, we we played it. We we first verse, first chorus, no problem. We're in like the the you know the interlude post chorus, two measures or whatever, as as the second verse is coming up, and I'm like, I have no recollection. <laughs> What it's even, what the second verse is I even about. Oh my
2: God. Do I hate that? And
0: I was, just, and all I did was I was like, I'm just going to start singing the melody and I'm going to focus more on how I'm hitting my snare drum and I'm going to just see what happens. Mm. And the words just came out of my mouth. Yep. And that's, it was that's, like,
2: that's muscle different. memory and, yep. you know, trusting yourself. Yeah. And if you, the thing is, it wasn't
0: going to be like, I'm not saving lives up there. You know, like it's going to be fine either be, way. Yeah. 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 But it but it was just like oh look at that there
2: there they are I've made up words oh uh, yeah and uh, uh, oh yeah at, ch- at shows uh, and in theater like never heard you do any of that uh, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, the fun part is when I'm singing a harmony with you and then you I have ha- to
2: you don't have to know the words you just, have I just to get the notes
0: uh, yeah well that's I mean one of the reasons why singing harmonies you don't want to enunciate anything yeah but if you don't get the harmony right bro yeah bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Wait, wait, wait. We, we're going to have to do something here. If you guys are going to do this, I need to know. Billy. <laughs> yes. So Dave never auditioned because you guys got to know each other through through theater, right? Oh,
2: no. He auditioned. Yeah. All just, right. I just didn't know it.
1: <laughs> well, I, well, I mean. I, I want to hear the story of the beginning of what you were observing when my buddy Dave walked in, set up, started playing. I want to know everything that was going through your head as you were observing this guy like we like who's this guy? We like oh, this guy's the real deal. Or you, what well, what came in your mind when he you first laid eyes on Dave? Hammond?
0: So that they just to pave. I'm pretty. I'm nearly certain because we just had this conversation yeah, at, right. at my house. But the first time we met was a rehearsal. The first rehearsal with the band and cast for the musical Next to Normal.
2: Yeah,
0: which is and, a rock musical.
1: But, but a rock. Right. Musical. But Billy did not cast you for this. Billy no, Billy no I did you not. For this no, but
2: no. That's the first time I met him, and I. I was like I like this guy. This guy's cool. We did uh, fight about my like not fight. Um oh no, we, we always fight. I well that's the yeah. thing is it's, it's, it was
0: like but we you, you came up to me and uh and, and, and like after the first act. Like we played sure. through the first act. Yeah. The and the way tiny it was tiny little room too. T- yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you came up to me and you're like you're going to need to mute the shit out of that snare drum you know or that that kick drum. Yeah,
2: yeah. You just you just swore. I
0: know well you already did. Oh, so right. it's okay. all fine. <laughs> Uh, I, I know that I'm checking the box either way, Billy. <laughs> um, but that's what you said, which is yeah. why why I quoted you. Well, you uh, were
2: really nailing that snare.
0: No, it was the kick drum. Oh, it, wasn't it wasn't the, the snare. It, okay. it was you're, you were like you're gonna have to mute the shit out of that kick yeah. drum because because the players ring isn't gonna and and you was, were right. Like right. you knew yeah. the you knew I the acoustics the of the room. Yeah. Right, and I'm a and, sound guy. And, and yeah. right, we're yeah. both. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was where that was the first thing we said to each other was yeah. like this convert yeah. this super like I think loop- I was like you're killing it too. yeah maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't it wasn't are. antagonistic no, or no, anything no, no, no. but it was no it very was... quickly we're gonna get to the heart of what I we're th- doing here I together. think what
2: happened is is we geeked out noted, yes that's what it out. was yeah
0: that's exactly it wasn't like you were yelling at me no, or anything no, no, it, was it was definitely just like, like hey man just FYI two peas in a pod yep. for
2: sure and then we I did uh, we did the bitter pill um uh, f- the first thing we did is bitter pill, which was the at the players' the, Ring. Yeah, the songs of Billy Butler, as conceptualized by the Mad Men of Oopsie Daisy Inc., was right. the actual title. Bitter pill
0: and Call all him. that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, it, and it,
0: it got shortened by
2: everyone who came to see it as bitter pill. Bitter pill, right? Yeah. Um, and then it, that those rehearsals were amazing. Because it was just playing 24 of my songs, which was like, I get to play all my songs with an (laughs) awesome band, right? Yeah, I remember, but you and I had, like, we had
0: played together in the middle of that there. I did, that was not the second thing we did together. You and I had done, um, because that were, I remember showing up for that first rehearsal. Right. And, like, talking to you about harmonies and commenting in, and I remember other people there being like, who is this guy that's like correcting Billy? And that wasn't correcting again. It was just no. nerding out yeah. about this yeah. stuff. And, and, but no, you and I did, um, uh, uh, the, what was the, the, the thing with the puppets and the red door and the, the, the missing winter. Oh, right. I totally so, forgot about so that. So this was a, another musical that you wrote. Right. Right. That for that. And it was the first performance of it. The first run of it. It was just you and it I It was just drums and piano yeah. and guitar.
2: Um, but oh, I played guitar on one
0: or on two one songs. song.
2: But it was we were yeah. the
0: only two musicians in the yes. pit. Well, it was a workshop. Yeah, 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 new yeah. Thing. Right. But so we had done that right together. I totally forgot about that. Same. Yeah. But that was in between. Yep. That's that's what paved the way yep. for bitter pill. The the songs of Billy Butler is conceptualized Lola, yeah, by the yeah. Mad Men of Oopsie Daisy. Look of at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then that kind of morphed into um, we did it again somewhere. And then I, I... That's right, we did it over in Nashua. Yeah, yeah, and I was writing like crazy, and then I did this uh, Shakespeare play called Titus Andronicus, uh, which is basically Shakespeare's uh, Quentin Tarantino film, <laughs> uh, and uh, I wrote all these mu- all these songs for it, and then... Uh, um, uh, a bunch of traditional stuff. I arranged a bunch of traditional stuff and then everybody was like, you need to record this. So we went into the studio and at the time, I think you mentioned this in the last episode, it was a four piece at that point, uh, guitar, mandolin, uh, cello uh, and Emily played ukulele and I played accordion as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we started gigging as that. And then of course I was writing more and more and then Emily was writing more and they were like, "We need a drummer. We need a drummer for this. Where's Dave? Yep. <laughs> let's <Yep. laughs> let's test out. Let's audition Dave."
0: Yeah. So my audition was was <laughs> at, at hal- on Halloween night. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was the first gig I played. Yeah. Like, not as part of a theater show, like no, the first 20, normal, 20, like rock band yeah. gig. Yep. Gosh, it was 2019. It was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And did, it was. Did you uh, did you uh, audition or consider anybody else? Um, Did you? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't audition anybody else. We had considered other people, but um, Dave, in my mind, just—I I work with a lot of drummers in the past, anyway, um, and I—I I, I love drums, and I think that's why I kind of gravitated towards the, the bass in the yep. last so many mm-hmm. years. Uh, just that rhythm section, you know, so you can piano, piano the drums. is also like yeah. rhythm. Like, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's you get that pocket, and yeah. it's just—it's just awesome. And Dave and I just. I don't know. We speak the same language with this particular music, and uh, this particular project. And I was like, "Eh."
1: So this is fascinating to me because this particular music it is—it's so different. Uh, you know, like Dave, knowing you playing classic rock covers and stuff. You know, did you know you had this wheel in you? And actually, before before you answer that, you know, kudos to all you guys for just putting some new art into people's heads oh, and thanks. ears. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 just, it's just really. I
2: like to say it's not new. It's uh, everything that I love and music. So you yep. could take that rock and roll drummer, you could take the theatrical frontman, uh, you know, uh, my guitar player, uh, the lead guitar player, he's not mine, but he is mine. <laughs> I no, he's my also my realtor. He sold me my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and he lives 2 minutes from me. He's a, a an old school rock and roller, heavy metal guitar player. Um all, all you, any 80s licks you want he'll, he'll yeah. just play them Got all him. day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and straight and, up like metal riffs. Yeah. Like he's well, but, but
1: Billy, is the Billy is the sound that this band makes, the sound you heard in your head when you were writing them? Yeah. 100%. Oh, that's, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, is it, it because just, you make that happen or just because you pick the right people to organically elicit that feel?
2: I I it's, I think it's a combination of both.
0: I I would I would have answered that yeah.
2: the same way. It's both because I definitely uh rely on collaboration. You know, like Elton John, when he writes a song, he comes in and he's like, all right, here's the piano and the vocal. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do? Yeah. Everything he's ever written. Yeah. Uh, and I learned that in the last few I years. I, I, I didn't it, know that about Elton. It, it, blew, it blew my mind because I'm like, that's how it should be. You that's get, one way. I mean... Th- well, you I, get the right people in the room. Yes. And you want to yes. create really cool stuff. Yeah. You know, you get that talent... And then you get the organic thing there, and it creates all this amazing juice yeah. that if, if it's the right people and the right music, it's, it's just magic. Yeah. You know? I mean, anybody, any really good composer can lay it all down, and then you get the great musicians in the room, and it's still great.
0: But you're realizing one vision, not a shared vision. And there's again, I, get, I, I yeah. wouldn't say there's nothing, there's no, anything I, wrong with that. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I don't, I, nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, but and it's uh, different, right? And like any composer relies on arrangers and orchestrators and and uh, other people to help bring that to life, and yeah. a conductor.
0: <clears throat> yeah, know? yeah, right. You need uh, the conductor at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the
2: conductor really is the one who brings it to life, brings yes. it or brings it to the orchestra. I wonder
0: how many people realize that. Um, as musicians, as a musician who has been conducted in orchestras, I am, you know, very like viscerally aware of how much influence a conductor has on a given performance of a piece of music. Oh, yeah. Like, because I, I played the same piece of music with the same conductor and had it be different because of them. Yeah. And I've also played the same piece of music with with different conductors. And it's all like, it's literally the same notes on the page and I'm playing the same mm-hmm. notes, but, and so is everybody else. But the, when the way the conductor, you know, I, and there's many different things. It's yeah, it's fring- finesse, finesse. It's like driving a, it's like driving a boat, but I don't, I know? wonder how many people realize that, that the conductor isn't just there as like a metronome.
2: No, no, but no not no, even no. close. He's like the they really leader. are he's,
0: conducting yeah, artistic, in real
2: time. Artistic leader. He's the, um, yeah. he's driving the boat. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't take one person to make a boat go, like a big ship. It, yeah. it takes the captain driving the boat and everybody else working together and listening to that. Yeah. So every single conductor is going to have their own kind of finesse. Yeah. When I did my residency with the New Hampshire Symphony uh, playing a bunch of my tunes, it was mind-blowing because he took what I wrote and made it for him and the orchestra, and it was just – it was beautiful. It was unbelievable. It was like un, unlike anything I, I would yeah. ever have, have come up with.
0: Yeah, it's, ama- it's, it's amazing.
2: To take a piano and then my brother did orchestrations uh, and then to hear an 80-piece orchestra, like bringing it to life in a whole new world is, is absolutely fascinating. And John, who was the conductor, was like, I got this, Billy, don't worry. Yeah, you just do your thing. You yeah. go over there and play your little piano.
0: Yeah, that, that like, <laughs> but, but, but that little nuance of having a conductor who exudes and and deserves confidence mm. is huge. Yeah, because I've played with conductors who do not. Yes, and oh my gosh, it's yeah. like it's like playing with. I, I would imagine it's like playing in a rock band with a drummer who is not confident. On stage, Ugh. and it's like, oh, what's gonna happen next? That's, like
2: that was me as a drummer as a teenager.
0: Yeah, Well, I mean, <laughs> I, like same. And I, I've noticed it even as a, you know, an adult drummer. Right. If I, if for whatever reason I am not confident, it might be I I don't know the songs, and for what, and that night I'm not as confident faking it as right. I might be, or right. you know, or if if I'm playing in a band with someone who shakes my confidence. It doesn't happen often, but it has happened.
2: Oh, that's the worst. And
0: it's awful. It's like, how do that's I in get out of that my head? Suck right.
2: The life out of the room.
0: But it, but as, but when the drummer doesn't have confidence, the band sucks. It does. Like it just sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to fake it.
2: Yeah. You, like, you, you, yeah. You can't have a bad drummer. If you have a drummer on stage, they need to be the best musician on stage. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. aside from bitter pill, right? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Present company excluded.
0: Of course. Hey, all right. So I have a to change change gears. Maybe sure. Um, I I you. I'm curious about I, I, your songwriting process. Yes, but also just your process of creation. Like you are not speaking of confidence. Mm. You are not someone who is afraid to show influences in the songs you create. Like yeah. you, you write song some songs that you write sound like something i've heard before even though i know yeah. you wrote it and you didn't yep. steal anything from you just oh no i did well but yeah. that's the th- you, yeah. but you didn't copy something no from someone no, 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 no. that's i did yeah. yeah steal is different right yeah. but y- it's not like you 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 like copied another song and and just presented no. it as your own no but you're happy you you when something sounds good to you mm. you don't feel the need to obscure it just because it might betray an influence
2: right there have been songs <laughs> where I was like, mm, that's a Led Zeppelin. I can't, I have to sure. change it. Like literally, yeah. there was a song. I was like, mm, this is straight up end of Stairway to Heaven. I got to okay. change this. You got, you can't, I can't yeah. do that. Right. Yeah. right, right, right. But I did keep in that one particular song, I did keep just one little like four bars. Yeah. That you're like, oh, wait, I know that. Is, that, that's, <laughs> I, that's, I, is I, it? That's John
0: Bonham. That's, yeah. what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, like Betty the Stripper, right. right, is a song that sounds like it came from the 20s. It doesn't sound like uh, a yeah. particular song from the 20s. Well, and I
2: play it well. The the, the, uh, the reason is because the way I played it on the piano, right, is uh, uh, the stride style, yeah, uh, and the chord structure and the whole approach to the song is of that era. Because I'm a huge fan. I mean, yes. If you listen to any of the songs I wrote, they're all 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. Um, Uh,
0: But I mean, like, I, I like that about your songs. And I, I also like playing in a band where that is happening with the songs because it means that they are accessible in
2: some ways. They're more easily accessible to people, even though they're weird and like, I like whatever. I liked something that sounds familiar. That's it. It sounds familiar. Right. Yeah. Because I, I'm a storyteller, right? A lot of my my songs are are, are stories, right? Yes, because I grew of up listening to all these different storytellers, sure, from uh, Harry Chapin, Bob Dylan, to you know, uh, contemporary uh, uh, Tom Waits. Um, yeah. uh, they're all uh, very familiar, and and I feel like you know, I li- I feel like uh, ba- some bands out there and like big bands, like bands that are beyond me and writers beyond me go out of their way not to do that right that's what i'm saying they, like at, i'm that, being different and like mm, no you're taking something that was probably awesome
0: and ruining it and changing it for the sake of change <laughs> right. not for the sake of what sounds good right. and that, that's that it doesn't serve the piece that's it once the it, it's piece kind is, of uh, go ahead, Paul. yeah
1: it's kind of tom waits and frank zappa had a baby right yeah sure oh, Yeah, oh wow frank
2: zappa is a huge influence like, <laughs> I blame my brother. My brother is eight years old, and I am a virtuoso violinist. Um, and my mother, too, was a classical pianist, jazz pianist. but She's a great player. She I had the pleasure. Player. When we were doing
0: Bitter Pill, the
2: oh, songs right. she of Billy came Butler, in, she came in and, came in, and yeah. after like
0: post – I think it was like opening night or something yeah. after the house had cleared. She sat down on the Baby grand. She's like, can I play this? And I I'm just like, happened to be behind my drums like – you know, packing up my ears or whatever. So I was like, I'm grabbing a pair of brushes. Like I'm going to jam with Billy's Mm -hmm. mom. And then, and then she started playing that stride. And I'm like, wait, I know this stride. I know exactly
2: where this came from, which is a kind of a lost, uh, art form stride. Piano is like the original rock and roll instrument. Mm. Uh, turn of the 20th century. Everybody had a piano in their house because we didn't have records. We didn't have, uh, um, Iphones or any kind of real way to listen to music. So piano was the center of the home when it came to that, to yes. came to music, to entertainment. But my brother turned me on to Frank Zappa. Um, he didn't turn me on to it. He just played it. Yes. And it was there. And here I am listening to like, you know, uh, I can't say some of the songs really. <laughs> 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 Stuff from Joe's Garage, right? right. There you go. Uh, yeah. um, or even uh, Sheik Your Booty. Some of the, you know, uh, uh, no idea that that was sinking in. Yeah. Right? That And that's where the kind of weird, bitter, uh, um, joyous anger – yeah, comes from because frank was very very much that he, he could
0: yeah, yeah yeah his songs would would communicate all of that and more simultaneously
2: yeah, yeah. and he's a good example of somebody who took something familiar and kind of turned it on its head a little bit yeah but it and,
0: still has that familiarity right absolutely exactly. that's why he was successful if he was just weird for the sake of being weird right and intentionally not being familiar right i think maybe that's what it, it is is there's some artists out there who who don't want to be familiar. And I mean, like Whatever. art is art. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So where I was going, thank you for taking that detour. Sorry. With me. No, <laughs> I, that's great. I, where I was going with that is the process of creating a song. I, I, I'd love to hear your brain uh, on the process of creating a song versus the process of creating an entire musical, which you've uh, do-
2: That's that takes years sometimes. Right.
0: Yeah. But, but ha- like, are you, even though the time frame is radically different, is there a different approach? Like, do you have to be in a different
2: yeah. logistical – like, you have, you're have, you thinking about a lot more. Well, writing, writing songs that are not part of a story or a musical yep. is uh, a little easier because you're focused on the three or four minutes that you're writing. Sure. Right? And sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter. But um, – I don't really have a particular process. A lot of times I I write more words. Like right now, I'm not really writing anything. I'm writing a lot of words. I have have lots and lots and lots of words. Lots of ideas for songs, but no music. And then I'll sit down at the piano, you know, and write a bunch of music, you know, and then record it. Blah, blah, blah. Forget about it. And then uh, I'll start writing something else on the guitar some, at some point, And they go, Hmm, oh, what about these words over here? Uh, that's how I generally work on it. Sometimes it's, I sit down with a guitar and bam, I write a song in five minutes. Sure. And those are the best. Songs. I was going
0: to say, those generally are the best songs. <laughs> they
2: really are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. cause I write what I know because that's what you're supposed to do. And, uh, if, uh, so that's the rule you follow. That's the one, that's the one rule. <laughs> um, and you know, I'm a uh, outspoken person. What? Uh, yeah, a little argumentative and, and, uh, uh, Kurt and I try to, I always thought you were Billy. I am. Okay. Yeah. Kurt's my middle name. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I try to keep my opinions into, the, into the music and into the, into the work. Cause to me, the art of expressing yourself through words is kind of lost in music. Now it's, you know, more about, it's no more protest music. The only protest music you really hear now is, is in hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Hip hop and rap. Yeah. yeah and exactly. I'm a huge hip hop fan. Yep. I mean, <laughs> it's, yep. there's some hip hop in our work. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, And it goes back to the point of, of why not combine all these different musical styles, because they all come from the same source. All music we know comes from the same source. Yeah. So why not try to play with a little bit? Yeah. You know, hip hop does that, of course. Hip hop combines classical, cl- it combines blues, uh, uh, stuff from the twenties, thirties, forties, it all of that, and spoken word, yeah. and singing, and that's why it's the number one music in the world. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, our music is, is, is definable, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little folky, a little punky and a little rock and roll, a little jazz. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's one. Yeah. One term. That's why when you said, Paul, when you are like, you're a rock and roll cellist, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of am. That's one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the only thing. No, but, but you know, it is. You play that role. And I, I love the cello. I absolutely love it. And it was given to me. when we did Titus and I hadn't played cello since I was in junior high school. It was one of the only instruments I ever really took like real lessons with. I kind of forgot about it, but it all came back to me except for the Boeing. Boeing is this. It it takes a long time. My brother was telling me he's been playing violin for 50 years. um, He was telling me it's taken me 50 years to really understand Boeing. Yeah. I can believe that. No, it's
0: yeah. There, I mean, there are some things once you've learned one <clears throat> instrument, th- there are a lot of efficiencies that you now have to play and learn your sure. second instrument. Yep. You, yeah. you know, you know what the process is like. You also know that it, if you put in time, to get, you get the reps. You will get better, and and generally very quickly, except for certain things, <clears throat> and and those certain things take. Uh, yeah, I don't you don't have a mute button over there. That's okay. Okay. You That's can put your hand up, I can mute you. So okay. you know, there you go. All right. Um But those but then there but then there are the things that there are no shortcuts for. No. And it sounds like the Boeing is in it's, in the yeah. in that world yeah. one of them. I don't have
2: ten thousand hours
0: in the Boeing. Right. Right, exactly. I mean it's like playing brushes. Yeah. It it's you know,
2: the first time I can hear it in my head yeah. when I'm playing. But that
0: helps. It like does. being able to hear it, because at least you know what you're trying to get but to. But I can't
2: It doesn't come to the hands as good, though. I'm I'm much better than I was a few years ago, for sure. Yeah, but I. It's interesting going back to the cello. Is that as a bass? It's not a bass because it's um. I can't remember where it's in between the bass and a viola. I think it's an octave up from a bass. Okay, if I'm right, because the the bottom note it's uh, uh it's in fifths, so the bottom string is a C c g d a sure, right, yeah that makes sense so i do i do a, I have a little pedal board that has uh an activator on it, so i can I can drop to a, a lower octave, which sounds crazy um mm-hmm. and a, a little EQing, and I need to boost it because it's uh I fr- kind of frankensteined kinda yeah
0: you've got like um <laughs> you've got command strips on there to hold the, I, the yeah, pickups I do, together I
2: do have command strips. Uh, <laughs> Holding on uh, a couple of pieces of pine wood that I cut out. Yeah, that has two bullet base pickups. They're two poles each, right? Yep. Um, and the, because of the arc on the on the um the bridge, because you can't have a flat pickup.
0: Oh, right. Because it's not a flat. Like the, the strings are not no, the right. same height. Of, like no, it is an there's an arc. An arc. Um. Yeah. Uh, so that, that you can bow. bow.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> uh, I did look into getting it all flattened out, oh. but it's like, I want people to bow. I won't like. You, you just in. said you you still aren't able to bow. I'm able to bow. I'm just like, <laughs> great at it. Yeah. I'm, I keep thinking of my brother. That's the problem. My brother is so good. Yeah. That I'm just like, I'm never going to be that. Yeah, you, you'll be your own version of that. Well, no, I will be better eventually. Oh, but, there it is. Uh, uh, that those two pickups and a Piazza pickup that goes on the bridge. Yeah, so I'm able to get a full, fuller sound. It's a decent out of sound it. now. Yeah, it yeah, sounds. It took a little while to get there, but yeah. And yeah. when I bow on it now, because I have a little uh, uh, switcher that and a couple of volume knobs, so I can mix the two together, because they're two very different sounding things. Now we're going to get a little gear gab here for a second. I um, love gear gab. A little nerdy. The way strings work on on plucked instruments uh, on your on your guitar, Paul. Mm-hmm. When, when you uh, pluck an instrument or use your pick or pluck a string or hit it with your pick, the string vibrates back and forth, right? And that breaks the magnetic field on the pole, on your pickup. Mm-hmm. When you bow, it goes up and down. Oh. So it doesn't break the field. So it's harder. That's why it sounds a little odd. Oh. The Piazzo pickup picks up the vibration of the instrument, picks up the vibration of the string yeah, it's on a, the It's a microphone-ish. Yeah, it's a microphone on the bridge. Right, yeah, so exactly. So it picks up the full sound, uh, right? Uh, I'm yeah. curious,
1: is, is Bitter Pill very loud on stage?
0: It can so be. It can be, yeah. It can be. So when Billy doesn't have a bass amp, it's better. <laughs> Everybody's like, turn
2: down the cello. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, like, like the other night, I know you had your bass coming out of a monitor wedge, but you weren't, you were going direct. You I weren't was. using an amp. Right. And I thought stage volume was- I it thought it was great. Much better. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't
2: the sound I wanted, but- I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's, it's, it's I've, I've been a few years of that, Paul, creating the, uh, uh, or understanding how all of that works, all the physics yep. of it work.
0: And how it fits,
2: you know, John and I were having this conversation- our
0: guitar player that we mentioned before. I don't think we gave his name, John McCormick. Uh, When we got to the, the music hall and I was trying to figure out which snare drum worked in the room. I played my, my birch snare and, uh, and it was like, it sounded like it was cracking off the back wall. And so I asked John, I'm like, am I just hearing that weird here upstage or is it that way? And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's a little pingy. So I went out to the car and I grabbed my, um, my, my black beauty, which is a uh, uh, everything I write over there, yeah. is a metal drum, and uh, and as soon as I hit it, it was like, oh, this is much better. And John even said, yeah, it's much better. And I'm like, yeah.
2: It's, like, you know, oh yeah, it's, I did. It, now that I think about it, the snare did sound good.
0: Yeah, it was it was yeah. the right drum for yeah. the room, and so we started talking about. and like, you do the same thing uh, with your guitar. I'm like, I'm sure you don't just leave your guitar uh, set the way you have it like at home when you're playing. I'm like, I'm sure you. Tune it to the room. He's like, Yeah, he's like, I tune it to the room. And then he said something that I I thought was really important. He's like, I also have to think about how it's going to sound. In the context with the other instruments on oh, stage, yeah, of course, yeah. he's like it can sound great in the room all by itself. He's like, but that's not the point of what we're doing here. Right. We need to be. Well, that's why we have sound check. That's why we have. Yeah, but but we listen during the sound
2: check. But people don't
0: realize that. That's that your yeah.
2: sound check is, and this is something that Bitter Pill has really worked hard on is yeah. creating a stage volume. Yeah. Even though Dave does in ears, and I tried to do in ears on this this gig last week, it just wasn't happening.
0: It, paul, uh, paul can paul can can, can um he struggle can, he, oh no i've, I've heard struggle. your struggle
2: yeah and it, it's it's not a matter of me fighting it it's it, it just it was wasn't working the way i wanted it to it wasn't the sound i wanted and i had to make a decision like no i'm not playing this awesome gig not 100 percent ready yeah you know what i mean yeah it i do i do know what you mean it was yeah. close but we didn't have time to really dial it all in and, and make it work, and that's something that you, Dave, even said. It, it took you a year to be comfortable with it, yeah. and it's not a comfort level thing. Well,
0: it's, it's to get it
2: right. Right. It's exactly. to figure out what what works, and yeah. and it's
0: just a series of failed experiments. Yeah. And the ones that don't fail, it's like okay, well that do that
2: again. And well, you know. part of that is cost. Like yes, I don't want to do it with kind of piecemealing it together. My cello right. is piecemealed enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, Paul. You've seen pictures, right? Frankincello. Frankincello. Yeah, that's yeah. really what it is. I like it. I've never. Uh, I've. I've. I looked on YouTube on how to do this, and no one really had anything. <laughs> a few people did some things on YouTube. There is a band called uh, The Dead South that has a cello player that plays it very similar to me. Yeah. In fact, I reached out to him at one point uh, to ask him some advice. Sure. And he's like, I just use a Piazza pickup. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Just, I mean, just having that in the blend. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, we ended up like last minute pulling the ears out and just throwing it in the monitors. Uh, I wish I had grabbed the, they have a Mark bass. uh, I know. And it just, it's, it sounds so sweet. (laughs) It really, I wish I could afford it. But yep. if that's the thing. It's you know the engineers. It's it's cost prohibitive. It's expensive, and we don't really make enough money because I I like to take the money that bitter pill makes and put put it towards recording, um, because we we're we're always been been in the black as far as that's concerned. Yeah, which is it's been amazing to yeah. be able to go in the studio for you know a week. Yeah. and pay and, for and it and and not come out of our pockets. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is because we well, worked as a band. To make that money to do that. To do it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I could take that money and spend it on one set of really quality Yeah, seniors. yeah. It's fair. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, I
0: think the things I have in my ear, the the they're the, the Laylas from from J H audio. I, I think these are about three grand. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like That's yeah. what
2: it costs for us to go in the studio for a week. No, I know. And I would yeah. rather spend the money on yeah. that. Yeah. You know. And maybe we get to that level yeah. someday. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I don't really care. You know, I, I, we can, our stage volume is so good. It is. Everybody is, it is a, like, we have people of varying ages, but. Oh, yeah, with uh, millennials and and Gen X.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a mature band. I mean, Paul, you and I were talking about this in the last episode where I was, you know, sharing that how everybody just, uh, just like really. Pays attention and and the whole theatrics of it and all that stuff. So it's it's yeah, it's a pleasure.
2: But it's also like we all want
0: to hear. That's the thing. I I want to hear everybody else more right. than me.
2: Yeah, I want to hear what John's doing. Correct, because you know John's has composed some of these beautiful guitar licks. Sometimes he changes it up. I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, I want to be able to give him a look. Like I don't want to hear the banjo, but obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's one song where I have to crank the banjo. Like yeah. and it's usually the first song in the set. Yeah. It's the bitter Real. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I have to play. Like Mike and I do some yeah. like rhythmic things together. I actually do like hearing the banjo, but no, if just... if I have
2: it too loud, it 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 dominates. Well and he 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 doesn't tune it. Well <laughs> he tunes it at the top of the show and then sometimes and then doesn't. <laughs> but that's kind of the beauty of it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. Im- imperfect and it's an imperfect instrument. Yes. Uh and it should be annoying. <laughs> No, I love him like a son. Come on now. Yeah. I do. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a yeah. No, he is
0: it it it's a great mix of people as as well as just a, as a as
2: a good like bl- sound blend. And now there's three songwriters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, John wrote a song for our last record and uh and he's got at least one, if not two. Yeah. That yeah. new new song is awesome. Killer. Awesome song. It's killer. I can't wait. I was hoping we would play it the other mm, night. No, I know, I know, no, it was no,
0: no, smart no. that we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But I, no, Tomer yeah. was like, "How does that song go?" He's never heard it before. Never heard it. Literally, like he missed the rehearsal. <laughs> and then John's like, "Oh, we should play that song." I'm like, mm. I don't know who poo pooed it, but yeah, I don't know. It might have somebody been somebody smart. Probably Tomer. He's yeah, probably the he's smart, the sm- he is he the really responsible is the, one. He's the smartest person in the <laughs> band. Yeah. Well, he's Dutch. I mean, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. What does he play? Plays acoustic guitar.
0: He was, when I played, like, when I first joined this, like, the gigging as a rock band version of Bitter Pill, that Halloween gig, and for a few, you know, gigs thereafter, Tomer is the reason I felt confident on stage. Speaking of confidence. Oh, really? Oh, he conducted me through every change and Mm -hmm. twist like i knew that he wouldn't forget about me because i can go on stage like i've done it where i go on stage and the guitar player is like yeah man i got you and then the guitar player does what the guitar player always does and is singing the songs and is you know hamming for the camera or whatever and it's like hey what you remember you stopped and dave kept going why because you didn't tell me to stop (laughs) you know and and Uh, it uh, happens tomer Tomer, Tomer was on it he never misses
2: it yeah tomer is 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 kind of the backbone there when it comes to that yeah, sure. And I mean, I even,
0: even to this day, he I, and I
2: will look at each other for ends for sure. of songs, even though we both know it's yeah. like, yeah, thanks, man. I've turned to him. I don't know how many times yeah. and, and be like, will you take, take care of John on this, please? We, yeah. like, we take over. I got to, I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go sing or I got to go sing Yeah, yeah or I got to go rap or I got to yeah. go, you know,
0: no, he's yeah, he is, he is, he is, he is the glue. Yeah. I don't know if I've Eminem.
1: ever asked you guys this, but does Bitter Pill have covers in their, in their repertoire? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Lots of them. Yeah. A whole yep. bunch. Give me give me give me your top three.
2: Many the moocher. Yep. Is probably the greatest song ever written. Yep. Ever uh, well, dude, like everybody knows it. Everybody knows it, and the people who don't know it know it. It's familiar regardless. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those songs, that's like the sing along songs, you know? Yeah. Uh that just elevates everything. It elevates the so, mood and the fun. And uh, I mean, how did
1: Minnie and the Moocher become a Bitter Pill song?
2: I was working in New York. Uh, I had written a bunch of music for this uh, show called The Midnight Frolic, Ziegfeld's Midnight Frolic. And it was an immersive show, kind of like Sleep No More, Queen of the Night. <clears throat> and my por- portion of it was an immersive uh, theatrical thing. Uh, part of my gig ended. Uh, and she, uh, she wanted uh, the, the the creator wanted uh, a song to end this one portion of the thing that ended, and so I was like, "All right, let's let's do mini." And she's like, "Oh yeah, it's a good idea." The first night we did it, there was a thousand people singing along with me, right, and it was incredible. And it just kind of stuck in my craw. And I've always been a huge fan of Cab Calloway. I discovered Cab Calloway on Sesame Street, of all places. <laughs> Um, and I just, I was always a huge fan of Cab Calloway growing up. And my mom, you know, was a fan, St. James Infirmary, yeah, yeah. Moocher, um, and just the the whole showmanship of it. And, uh, I don't know why we put it in one night. Cause I was like, guys, this is three chords, uh, and the truth, <laughs> uh, it's super easy. Let's try it. And we did it and we played it. I don't remember what gig we played it at, but everybody, Inside, outside, awesome sing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's were great. Along. It's a it's a perfect way to end the show. Now I'm not saying it's like the this brilliant uh, composition. No, <laughs> but <laughs> but, it, but it kind of is. Name another pop song that does that. Yeah, you know, maybe the Neil Diamond. Uh, maybe don't Sweet stop Car- believing. Maybe mm-hmm. Sweet Caroline. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But who did it first? Yeah, Cab Calloway. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do uh, a Tom Waits tune. We've been trying to get i've been trying to get the band to do another one emily too yeah another tom Waits song which Um, you do uh get behind the mule it's kind of obscure no it's not one of his big hits but we don't play it like we play nothing yeah even close because emily sings it (laughs) right
1: same question did you like how did you choose it and and did you just throw it out there and let everybody put their fingerprint on it and see what came out is that that was emily how did Oh, yeah, Emily. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah, uh. I was like, we should do a Tom Waits tune. And she's like, oh, we got to do Get Behind the Mule. I was like, that's wow. a bad one. Yeah. Huh. So I was like, all right. And we do kind of a jam. This is like our jam band moment. Right. <laughs> and it's awesome because we just, we go crazy with it. Uh, um, and it's so much fun. We could do whatever we want with it. It's that's always changing. Whatever
0: happens is what happens. Yeah, yeah,
2: time signatures change in the middle of it. Uh, we go off into these weird yeah. psychedelic things. Uh, we do that. We haven't played it in a while because we played it a million times. No, we played it Saturday night. No, I'm talking about another song. Oh, um, uh, the Haunted Wind chimes out of Colorado, which I don't think are together anymore. Which is I, I don't, really I think unfortunate. You're right. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the name of the song? Find a door. Find a door. Yeah. Uh, great, great band. Like the the songwriting, the singing, the playing. The playing is very rudimentary in that band, and it's very we're. We're similar in that way, though we have John McCormick, who is a ridiculous guitar player, um, but a really, really uh, kick-ass band out of Colorado. Very folky, mm-hmm. like traditional. Yeah, folk. They're, they're
0: they're pretty close to Bitter Pill. They like in the yeah. same world. Oh as, no, absolutely. like instrument
2: instrumentation and and wise, and even sensibilities, the aesthetic yeah. too. I mean, the name Haunted Wind Chimes. Yeah, I mean, come on, same world as Bitter Pill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. What else do we play? Uh, we we just added Rebel Girl from Bikini oh, Kill. Right, yep. right. A punk rock song. Yeah, we're kind of punk folk, I guess. Yeah, you know, th- yeah. I'm I'm definitely an old school punker. Goth kid. I was more of a goth kid. We we than... were playing um the Summer of Twenty One. We we played
0: Twenty Twenty One, um, because we weren't alive a hundred years prior to that. We were playing
2: uh. <laughs> Um midnight that, special yeah, midnight special quite yeah. a bit that, that went over well well when my dad died i was like i i played it at his funeral because right. he loved Creedence. i actually worked at a concert uh, um, i worked for the brooklyn concert series uh yeah. 2009 and i brought my dad down he's a huge Creedence clearwater fan the only original member left in that at that time was the drummer but I got him backstage, got to meet him, and cool. it was super cool. But when he died, I played the song, and I was like, we we had a, yeah, this is a set list. It's a yeah. great song. Yeah. Um, and it always went over well. It's a it's great a, tune. And we played, like,
0: Sympathy for the Devil, too. You yeah. deliver that. I love like, that song. Yeah. No, that like
2: it, that song was built for you to deliver. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. I get my, my, my Mick Jagger comes out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few covers. But it's not like... It's not like a, a top 40 cover thing. No, I get it's, it. It's more like songs that you love. I was going to say, these yeah. are, our covers are
0: our vanity songs, if if, if that makes sense in gig gab speak, Paul. Oh, totally.
1: Right? Like, so. Yeah. Let me, let me just throw a couple of punk folk groups out to see if they would resonate with, with you guys. Sure. Um, Velvet Underground.
0: Yeah. I I, mm. I I I give Lou Reed all the respect in the world. I wish he never sang his own songs. Same as Bob Dylan.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't agree with um, Bob Dylan one hundred percent. I'm not. Fans. I'm not asking anyone. I'm fan. Huge fan. Yeah, yeah. Huge, big influence. Yeah, yeah. I used to play we, all we those could, songs. We
0: could play Blister.
2: Oh, we could play any of those songs. Oh, any of I those wouldn't songs. play Blister. I I'd play some. I don't know. Played Blister. Sure. Yeah. May yeah. pick a song. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would be interesting.
2: That's a good idea, Paul. Yeah. All
0: right, what else you got, Paul? These are good ideas.
1: Uh Misfits? Oh yeah. Oh, interesting.
2: 100%. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm. uh original uh uh Glendanzig uh Misfits.
1: All right? Uh Bordello?
2: Oh, for sure. 100%. A friend of mine just got uh, is touring with them. Oh, no kidding. Uh, as accordion player. Yeah. Oh. She was in the Frolic show I did. Nice. Great. I've I've been wanting to get her to play with us forever, but she's yeah yeah she's a real deal living in New York now she's touring with them amazing yeah uh,
1: let's see and I'll end with a good one let's see what we have here um, the cramps yes yes I, I'm ah uh,
2: yeah oh yeah
1: there you go you got you got one about, more Paul um, using the Googles I'm looking for one I'm looking for one more yeah I kind of went through the obvious ones and now now I'm trying to bring us home here about, um, well, like you go back to 60s stuff, like, like Philox? Philox?
2: Uh, I'm not familiar.
1: No? Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, Golem, Insomniac, Folklore, mm. anything?
2: No, no, no.
1: All right. All right. I think, I think that the ones I shared are probably the most obvious ones. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, I, yep.
2: I, I grew up with, uh, it's funny too, cause like, I'm not a fan of the Grateful Dead. I uh, like I like a lot of their. I grew up with them. Studio records, yeah. Oh, I, I do like their studio records. I, I mean, but I always I, felt I, like they needed a producer on stage, live, somebody yeah. to tell them, "Hey, I mean, do something different." They're yeah, they're a good example of a, 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 a band that played a lot of covers. Absolutely. I mean, they were technically a cover band. I mean, they had. Then they started writing originals.
0: Yeah. Same but, with the Stones, right? Stones yeah. and the Beatles too. And the
2: Beatles too. Yeah. 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 Um, I got one. I got one. All right.
1: Flaming Lips.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: I love oh. the Flaming
2: Lips. Yeah, yeah. They, that, and they're still going. They're they're weird. Like they're incredible. Yes. They're a good example of of theatrics. Yes. And great songwriting. I, Bitter I, Pill
1: Plays Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robot.
2: Oh, please. Oh, wow. I discovered uh, the Flaming Lifts when I was 18 years old. Uh, I was a DJ at WUNH. Right oh, down here, the road here. here yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just minutes away. Pink, what was the name of, I can't remember the name of the record, uh, but it was a big red, or a big hot pink record that played mm-hmm. backwards. So you put the needle... At the end oh, of the wow. record, and it would play backwards. That's really cool. the grooves
1: took it that way. Yeah,
2: yeah, amazing. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then I was oh. like, I need to, I need to dig into this band. They yeah, who would do this to yeah. someone? Yeah,
0: huh? Yeah, That's,
2: yeah. That's I. I, wow. I also blame the Seacoast community uh for my music taste. The
0: seacoast of New Hampshire.
2: Yeah. 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 Sorry. I, I meant to say that. Yeah,
0: no, no, I, I got you. Uh, yeah,
2: there was a really strong music scene here in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, uh, the queers, uh, legendary punk rock band are from, yeah. Uh, Exeter. Yeah. Uh, the lead singer from the bruisers, uh, the, the bruisers, the band, the bruisers are from Portsmouth. The lead singer from that was the lead singer is the lead singer for the dropkick Murphys. Ah, okay. Mm. Um, it's it's incredible. No, they, yeah, there there was it was yeah. it, what the thing is was, it was kind of an enclave of artists and musicians here that nobody really knew about. Yep. And then it became popular. And now it's a multi million dollar little downtown. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's different all the now. tourists come to you now, But I blame them for a lot of the music. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You were here. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And it's I what you know, immersed in going from Broadway musicals, jazz. Uh, Grateful Dead to the Cure, to the Misfits, to Dead Kennedy's uh was uh was a journey. Yeah man. And I, I and you see that in my daughter. Yep. Like, you know, she grew up listening to Cabaret and Into the Woods and all that punk rock <laughs> and all that goth stuff. Yeah. And she became a huge Doc Watson fan. Like Yeah, that's that's an interesting how did that thing. happen? Yeah. You know? And Doc Watson, another It's cool when we we get to watch our kids do things like that. Well, it's it's cool when you get to do it with your kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nothing I planned. Right. It just happened. Yeah. And I've done some incredible things artistically. Nothing will ever top working with her, writing with her, playing with her. Like it's – there's two relationships going on there. There's the uh, parent – yeah, of course. And the, and the father-daughter relationship. Father-daughter relationship, which is very dynamic. Our relationship's very uh, dynamic. Sure. And it's awesome. And then there's the artist relationship. And they feel equal. Yep. You know? And I feel equal to her. And I think she feels the same way.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, and there's no... No, uh, it it, it's, it doesn't get... There's not a weird vibe. No, there's no friction. There's no ego. No. There's none of that. No. In fact, she has taken more... Uh, uh, more of a lead in the band in the
0: band for sure
2: uh, yeah 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 I'm like thank you yeah
0: yeah because <laughs> I don't have
2: to do everything <laughs> yeah you know she's taken over a lot of the social media stuff she's great with it uh, yeah. yeah and uh, organizing some stuff um, even with impossible <laughs> places you know <laughs> we'll see
0: what happens Friday night yeah I'm um, sure I'll, I may have a story to tell Paul <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine hopefully oh. I do not get another ear infection yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, yeah but she has really taken the reins and yeah. that's been my no, plan it's, it's, the whole time.
0: Yeah, no, it's you know. great. It's um, it's good, and it, I I enjoy I, like having learned how to sing with the two of you. It's it's been a fascinating thing because you've got those blood harmonies. And oh then yeah, that's a beats That man. finding finding how not to mess, how to make, how to add to that and not yeah. make it worse. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah.
2: that my brother who really instilled in me uh, how to work with family Mm. because we, it was our relationship working together growing up was, was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really rough. And, uh, but at the same time it was magical because we created really great stuff and we hadn't worked together in 25 years and now we're working together on another project. Right. 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 And those lessons I took from him and the lessons from now is it's, it's just awesome. Pretty good. To be able to do that with family, you know, for sure. Yeah. And that's talk about writing what you know, right well, yeah, and its way you should be in a band whether you're a family or not, well, a band is a family. I mean, we talk about that here where there has you to know, be love and kindness, yeah. and yeah, you get mad and you fight, oh, yeah. but everything you're you're creating art, you're creating music, you're you know you're bringing joy to the world, even if it's a sad song, you know yeah, absolutely sometimes
0: especially if it's a sad song, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Billy, thank you. This has
0: been awesome, Did man. Did I talk too much? I'm sorry. Did you talk too much? No, we'll have I, I you back. Feel like,
2: I feel like I was just-, just
0: This is great. Yeah, right. we, we just need to make sure that we don't turn it into the Accidental Bitter Pill podcast. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is great. This is awesome. Where um, where do you want people to go if they want to learn more about you and what you're doing?
2: Uh, you can go to bitterpillband.com. There you go. Or you can go to uh, any of the social medias. We're on TikTok now. Yeah uh bitter pill i think um yeah, i think it's i forget what it something. is i'll, I'll put i'll put yeah. it in the show notes i yeah. got a few
0: days before we publish so i'll I'll find all the right yeah things. it's all yeah, yeah, all yeah. the
2: stuff's out there yeah. and i'm on facebook
1: so you can find me there.
0: i'll put your i'll put your link on facebook
1: yeah
2: amazing you got anything
0: else paul before we uh no, pull the ripcord here really
1: super nice to meet you man and you take too. good care of my boy all right i will and hopefully we'll get out there someday and yeah play a game. Fun. yeah that'd be great that would be yeah, yeah.
2: That'd, that'd be awesome. a joy yeah Enjoy.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. We'll tell you where we'll be, Go to the giggabpodcast.com website. Pillgab. Pillgab.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Billy, you got three words of advice for our listeners while you're here?
2: Always be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>